Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. It feel, I, I think there's a lot more news than there is. You know, I, I feel like I've been reading gaming news all week. And yet here we are with 10 stories, if that. Yeah, um, a lot of small stuff. It is a lot of small yeah. stuff. Oh, is this a week for doing the software charts, though? I think there should be a week I think for that's doing pretty the good software idea. charts. Okay, yeah. we'll, do, we'll do that at a random point halfway through the show or something. But Of course. First, let's talk about how I'm buying games that I don't really want to, just because somebody put a number on the side of the box. <laughs> when this story popped up, I I swear to God, I had an involuntary laugh. Like I four. bet just you think, did. Oh, you stupid bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rich, how's that PS4 copy of Night Trap doing? It's in very good condition. <laughs> Not sealed, shall remain but in very good condition, yes. Um, so this basically, uh, Limited Run Games have announced that they will be bringing the recent remake of Night Trap to the Nintendo Switch. Um, this is, I mean, the, the point of this really, more than my own frustration with already having bought it for the PS4, is the fact that when all the, the hoo-ha, shall we say, <laughs> over violent video games was kicking off. Uh, I, I believe, was it the Nintendo CEO at the time or, or the guy at Nintendo yeah. America at the time basically made it very clear, Night Trap will never be on a Nintendo console. And yeah. uh, he was right for about 20 years. Yeah, 25 years, he got away with that one. And, uh, you know, is he still alive? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But, I don't, uh, even, yeah. don't even know his name. It's probably in this... Yeah. Howard Lincoln, that's it. I just that's happened to one. scroll past it. Then senior VP at Nintendo America told the Senate committee Night Trap will never appear on a Nintendo system. Now, does that mean that he could be done for perjury retroactively? Because it has. That's an interesting. I, I feel like it should be. Like, you know, I shouldn't have said never in court. Yeah. Shit. Because then you're just waiting for it. To, it. There you go. Lesson to be learned for everybody. Get that mm-hmm. man. Find him, lock him up, unless he's dead. We don't know. Then uh, we dig him up, put his corpse on trial. That's a we bit do it the old English way. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. That's that's a little odd. Do it. Do that's it, the, the current ju- state of America. I wouldn't put it past him. See, yeah. that's the Justice League way. Mm. We need him. Dig him up. What? <laughs> yeah. Put him in a bath, throw a toaster in. It'll wake him up. Like, no. no put a couple of air fresheners around him. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. If we throw him really hard, it'll look like he's flying. That's it. Just <laughs> I would have had more respect for that movie if they'd, instead of reviving Superman successfully, just gone into a whole weekend at Bernie's routine and <laughs> tried that to is, trick the bad guys that way. That would that have been great. just about... The level of of uh, DC EU's uh, Batman, that's his intelligence level right there. Yeah. So we've been perfectly in character. They wouldn't know uh, what to do, and then Weekend at Bernie's would be playing on a TV in the background, and they'd stop mm-hmm. the conversation. Hang on, I've had an idea. Clash would say something mildly autistic, <laughs> and then you know they would get on with it. Yeah, go Diana and dig up Superman. <laughs> Reminders that she wants newer pilot. And uh, <laughs> oh, yes. so Night but, Trap on the Switch, and it's a limited run games game. So you'll be getting that. Mm, so I'll be getting yeah. it. Uh, I'm wondering if they are going to 
uh, alter it in any way to take advantage of touchscreen technology, you, the t- you know, the, the yeah. Switch's touchscreen? Because Do I don't know, know of any other release of Night Trap, even this remastered edition, has touch controls. I don't know. Um, well, the PS4 version certainly doesn't. But um, do you know the the touchscreen control? While touchscreen controls on the Switch are certainly possible, I've not seen anything that's really used them as an essential part of gameplay. Um, Because I've never seen them sort of, you know, even in like Nintendo, uh, you know, directs and ads for games, it never pushes the touchscreen. No, because it has to work in docked mode. Yeah. So you can't, you know, that's, and if anything, that's right. stopping so many people so easily porting uh, smartphone games as well. True. Because, um, you know, you've, they've got to work in docked mode. Um, so I, I can't see them adding anything hmm. to this at all. But, you know, it was a good remake of it the time I put it in, and I, I've just not gotten back to it, I think, because I know it's just a novelty more than anything else. I'm glad, yeah. I, I'm glad I've got the PS4 version. Especially it's when notorious, it's... but it's not good. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody has ever claimed that Night Trap is a game you must play. It's just because of its place in history, it will always be remembered. Yeah. It's a game you must see and be aware of, perhaps. Like Prince and... Charles. Yeah. What? Like Prince Charles. What? Like, you know, nothing special yeah. about him, but he'll always be remembered because of some things that happened. That's true. Plus, probably being king later. That will probably be a thing. They'll skip him. Do you think they're going to skip I feel like they'd skip him. Like, how long is he going to go now, to be I, honest? I, I think if anyone's going to skip, it would be him. I think he'd be think, all right with being skipped as well. Yeah. I think the only way that people would agree to having him as king would be if, like, Camilla changed her name by Deadpool to Diana, Princess of Wheels. <laughs> so that way, you know, you could get... Queen Diana, sort of ish. Express readers would be so happy. Absolutely. Uh, in other news, Wolfenstein <laughs> Two has a Switch release date. This is all Switch news this week, people. Sorry. I like reminding Rich of the money that he's going to pay for stuff. Well, yeah, I do you can know see, what? I can see ninety quid of Rich's money in these first three. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's upsetting, <laughs> these first three isn't stories. It, it really yeah. is upsetting. Uh, yeah, I was just browsing my YouTube subscriptions earlier and I subscribed to this channel. Oh, what is it? Switch something or something, you know, Switch Planet. And they basically just do compilation videos of these are all the games announced this week or coming out this month or whatever. Mm, 35 Switch games out this month. (laughs) Sorry, in May. Yeah. 35. And they're not little ones either. Bloody hell. Well, Dark Souls is off your list now, so you can replace it with Wolfenstein, which you should definitely play. Well, I, I, right, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and after all this, I'm getting the PS4 version. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it'd, be che- it'd be much cheaper by now anyway, so... It, it, what, it's not as cheap as it was, actually. Um, I think, I mean, I reckon if you went to a physical game, I reckon you could get it under 30 quid now, easily. Oh, it's tw- yeah, it's 26 99 on Amazon. It it's one hundred percent worth that. Yeah, it'll be forty four ninety nine when it comes out on Switch. Uh, what it, we do know it will also require is an internet download. So important, it's on the front of the fucking box, and mm. it also says micro SD card may be required. Begging the question, what's on the fucking cartridge? Yeah, 
because it's not a game. Um, and so I'm not playing that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the whole. Here's a cartridge. Now go and download the game. Nah, I'll, I'll just get the one on a disc. Um, that's my plan. And uh, do you know what? I didn't lose anything for waiting. I've not even said when the release date is on the Switch. June 29th. So can you guys hear that squeaking? Yeah, I can hear that squeaking. Sorry, that's my upstairs upstairs neighbors. Oh, is it they're, really? They're, they're at it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Good for them. It's only yeah. half nine. I know. I was going to say, I didn't know one, didn't I? And on a Wednesday, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it's not the usual day, is it? Bloody hell. I'm so unorthodox. Just, you know, if you hear me applauding, it's just a little tradition I have when they're finished. <laughs> um, I know they can hear it. They never say anything, but I know they can hear it. Uh, yes, yeah, so <laughs> Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, I, so I'm getting the PS4 version. That's it. Uh, okay. I'm sure the Switch version will be fine. I'm just... I. I, I think yeah. we have the problem in that cartridges cost a lot more to produce than Blu-ray discs, and publishers seem to not want us to bulk too much at the price of the games, uh, because they are inevitably going to be more expensive than the PS4 and Xbox versions, and I, I think they sort of worry about putting a game on a big enough cartridge, so they skimp on the cartridge size to keep yeah. the price down, and then we have to go and download the fucking game. So, yeah. Mm. Might as well, at this point, you just might as well put it out digitally because I'd only buy the physical version so that I've got that game. But yeah. if it's not on there, there's no point. So... Yeah, but I suppose you can you can look at it as like, you know, you've got like, it's like getting a stamp in your passport when you go through customs. It's actually the nice bit. And you go, oh, look, a new thing for my passport. I was slightly disappointed when you go through, you know, in Europe and they don't give you a stamp. Like, oh, I want a sticker or something. Yeah, um, they so, will soon. Yeah, they will soon. Yeah, they will soon. But uh, you know, you can say you, it's like having a stamp in your passport. You have got your your nice box for your Wolfenstein cartridge, which is your passport to the game. So look at it that way. Have, also, uh, yes, it costs forty four quid. So yeah, have you, you bought any to... of those tiny switch boxes? I haven't. Oh. I, w- I would love to, but I'm not going to waste my no spend my money on such things. <laughs> you know what? Your your um, rich diverse your your second birthday's coming up, isn't it? So I, perhaps I should make you one out of some of the some of the things I've got laying around here. That'd yeah. be quite funny. Twigs, branches. I forgot about my second birthday. God, that is coming up. Oh wow! No, it's my only birthday. It's just celebrated six months later. It's a celebration. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Except you did celebrate it six months. No, ago no, I, I, I didn't. Other people who who aren't up for this idea, <laughs> family, friends, <laughs> did it. People with too much fucking time on their hands. Yeah, everyone else except me and Mike. <laughs> yeah. No, just just my mum really. Oh. like well, well I mean, matter. and to be fair, she she was there, so she knows when it was, and. Mm. Uh, all that. Now, the next story I know nothing about. All right. Uh, Tacoma, the second or follow up game from uh, what was the name of the developer? Uh, uh, that'd be hell. It's annoying when they don't actually give the developer's name. They're the same developer that did Gone Home, which I know Emma has played. Emma has played. Uh, yes. Fairly recently. Uh, yeah, I was unaware that it had only come out on PC and Xbox because uh, it, you know, it actually got fairly good press coverage when it came out. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, it's a, a narrative sort of 
exploration game with some sort of light puzzle elements, but a really uh, like sort of like Gone Home, although not quite as personal as Gone Home. Just a really nice uh, story, and the way you interact with that story and find out things about it, uh, it's really really good. Uh, but it's coming to PlayStation Four uh, in May, and it's getting what uh, Gone Home had, which is a developer commentary, which you. I'm guessing it's going to be like the one in Gone Home where you walk around and there's little icons you can click on to hear all about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how they did the thing that you're looking at right now. I would thoroughly recommend the game to everyone. Um, yeah, so it's coming out in May on PlayStation 4. I'm hoping that I'm expecting that the uh, the developer commentary update will be applied to all versions of the game. So I may actually jump back in and have a look at that as well. Oh, huh. sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. developer commentary is kind of an underrated thing because there's, there's ones on Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. And, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed the one on Gone Home. I thought it was a nice touch. So uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's uh, it's funny because it's something that Valve started doing. Uh, they sort of made it a part of what you can do in the Source Engine, which meant that a lot of games in, you know, in the Source Engine, Portal 1 and 2, all the Left 4 Deads, a whole bunch of other games... Uh, made in the source engine got a developer commentary and that is kind of why i think uh gone home got one is because it started as uh a gary's mod uh mod and and then was remade in unity but i think they kept the idea of doing the developer commentary right and obviously they're they're carrying it along now it's really fun i I, it always adds a little bit you know for this kind of game where there is a lot of little details that you might just miss it's a great way for them to point them out to you after you've already played it through once or twice. Cool. Yeah. On a side note, just to pad the show out, because we're halfway through the news and only done 20 minutes, <laughs> I wonder how difficult, what work is required for a developer to make a PC game work on the Xbox? I'm thinking near enough, fuck all. Well, yeah, I mean, because I, uh, as, as an owner of a Windows machine and an Xbox... Um, I can look at all my Xbox things on my laptop and play games on both, some games on both. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it doesn't, I don't feel like it would be a huge amount of, I'm, I'm sure it is work, but I mean, I'm sure it's not the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, I, th- you uh, see, I think the Xbox yeah. is running Windows 10. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So I, There was a point somewhere a couple of years ago where they basically replaced the entire Xbox One operating system with a window a version of windows 10 that looked exactly like yeah the xbox one operating system i mean that's that's just ui isn't it under the hood it's windows yeah. so you know if it runs on windows it runs on xbox in theory i suppose well they've uh, certainly been pushing that with that whole universal windows application idea thing that they were doing a few years ago it wasn't a bad idea that you know not I a mi- bad idea I, just yeah i miss the phone the phone was good. <laughs> the, the phone should have done better than it did. Um, Never had a Windows phone. Never. I, I got one just to play with it, just to see. It was a, I think it was 50 quid on pay as you go, something like that. And it was really nice. I preferred Ooh. it to Android. Uh, its only problem was its lack of any app support, mm-hmm. which is a massive problem. When, you, when you're like, right, how do I go to YouTube? You can't. Okay, we're done here. Um, yeah. it, it's just it doesn't matter how nice that car is it doesn't go to youtube land so who cares okay update news oh they're doing an xbox update getting 120 hertz refresh rate 
I know some yeah. of you will be breathing a sigh of relief on that one. Um, well, you know, it's what yeah. they've they've already added 10, uh, uh, 1440p resolution options in previous updates. Now they are uh, adding 120 hertz refresh rate, and they've also said that they're looking into uh, adding FreeSync capabilities. So it looks like they're, as we were saying, you know, uh, the way that Microsoft has been pushing for the Xbox to sort of become like a Windows PC, it looks like they're pushing that. Uh, that you'll be able to play Xbox games with, at whatever resolution you want at whatever frame rate you want, as long as you have the monitor that can cope with it. Uh, it's funny. It's one of the things that I noticed uh, in, I watched a digital foundry video about God of war, the new God of war on the PlayStation four. Yeah. Um, one of the things they mentioned was that uh, well, if you're running it on a PlayStation pro, uh, you have two options. You have a performance mode or a, a visual mode, one of which plays it at uh, full 4K, but you're capped at 30 frames a second. The performance mode uh, brings it down to 1080, but it uncaps the frame rate. So the frame rate can go like as high as... Uh, I've, I saw it on the thing. They said that it can go as high as 60, but it, uh, occasionally it went higher than 60. So with more advanced, you know, more capable hardware and them allowing the games to run at uncapped frame rates, this is a pretty cool option to have. If yeah. you have a monitor, you know, that takes a HDMI, boom. I, I, I mean, don't have any of those things. <laughs> it, it's, it is a good idea. It should be there. I mean, it's not like a reason in itself to get an Xbox, but no, no. it no, is but if it's you've got a good one, idea. it's a cool idea. Yeah. yeah, it should be there. Yeah, and um, if you happen to have a monitor that can take advantage of the features, exactly, it's, it's adding you know value. Even if I did, I don't. Just from my personal standpoint, I don't think I'd, my, I would appreciate it. I just don't think my eyesight's good enough to <laughs> discern the difference between them. So, but it's still a cool thing to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I watched you play Red Dead uh, Redemption, yeah, Redemption, and I didn't want to make any comments about your eyesight. I assume you were just very tired. I was very tired. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What was wrong? I didn't. I didn't fuck up that badly. I didn't think I read dead. No. No. Of course you didn't. No. <laughs> Stop being mean. I've been up so long. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's talk about Sega being mean. <laughs> I'm angry, at you, Sega. I'm angry because you, you said there'd be no physical version, and then look what you've gone and done. <laughs> Oh, look! These are the same people who crafted a life-size, apparently homunculus, for people to to have along with this thing. Why would you? Why yeah. would you uh, believe them? So, for those of you who might remember, last year Sonic Mania came out on everything, and it was very well received. And like the Sonic game, people have been waiting twenty years for or whatever, and they only released it digitally, and they did do a, a sort of shitty special edition with a large model of a Mega Drive and a stupid hedgehog thing in it. Um, and now they're sort of re-releasing Sonic Mania Plus with a couple of extra levels, and this one actually gets a physical release. Uh, so <laughs> they're double-dipping us, but mm. I'm probably going to get it. Uh, we know. <laughs> we know. I will probably buy the uh, the digital upgrade. Uh, for whatever it is, I'm, you know, it's one of those things that says it's four dollars ninety nine, 
I'm sure it's going to be, you know, four pounds 99 as well. We won't see that adjusted for, uh, you know, yeah. Currency conversion, but yeah, yeah. More money from rich. Exactly. Leave me the fuck alone. Stop, re- <laughs> stop releasing games. It's not, it's not fair. Uh, I watched this trailer for it and it's interesting because the two new characters they're adding was like, why are you adding new characters? But basically the two new characters play slightly differently. Mighty, a character I do recognize from the franchise, uh, seems to have a sort of drill attack, can drill downwards, which doesn't seem all that interesting to me. But the other one, the weird yellow flying squirrel, it has Mario's cape mechanics from Super Mario World, it looks like. Right, okay. The way you sort of dive to gain momentum and then pull up to glide. It seems like they're, they're basically taking that and putting it in a Mario, in a Sonic game. Which seems fair to me because in the in Mario Odyssey, Mario gained the ability to fucking roll up into a ball and roll into enemies. Yeah, he did. Which I, pissed me off. Fair enough, yeah. So this well, is them saying, oh, fair enough. We're going to take your shit too. I, I maintain that the best version of Sonic ever was the Game Gear version. But if people want these fancy new versions, this this seems like a nice one. Says the fa- guy who's about to buy it for a second time. Well, while I'm things like this when I say, oh, I'm probably going to get it, it goes right down the list of priorities. If I do get it at all, which I don't know. Maybe if they change the icon. If the, if if this was limited run doing this, it would already be in a, in a basket. Oh, yeah. That's the annoying thing. Yeah, this is a general release, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's less I like the, I like. I always like games where they give you a reversible cover. I quite like that. Do you like that? I don't care. I do. I kind of like it. I've got a, one or two, I think. And I, I, I'm never going to do that. I'm just... I'm never going to do that. Limited Run also sell display stands. For, I saw that for Switch games. Like yeah. what, what? Like I'm going to be proud that I've got it and need to show it off. Um, they should give you some spotlighting as well, so you can light them <laughs> like in like a museum piece. We've got all kinds of weird shit like that. Hang on, I'm going to go there and try not to buy anything while I'm there. Um, it's Wednesday. There's probably no games to sell. Switch display stand. Uh, Special protective cases for all kinds of games. Trading mm. cards. But don't they come in a case? Yeah, this yeah, is the kind of thing that used case. to be. It's a it's, case for the case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah, you gotta double wrap your hog, uh, which is a terrible idea, kids. Don't do it. Um, no. Yeah. Well, uh, they have a, a massive soundtrack section now. I noticed, I saw that, yeah. Um, they were selling a lot of vinyl the other day. Um. I don't remember what it was, though. But, yeah, just boxes for your box and display stands. and There's a PS4 one as well for that. For yeah, it used to be a PS4. thing that was a good idea when games came in cardboard boxes, but that hasn't been an issue since the N64. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Were they the last ones to come in? Oh, but well, Game Boy Color. The last, yeah, they were the last sort of home console, I think. Yeah, uh, Game Boy Advance games came in cardboard boxes i think mm-hmm. yeah i did yeah. yeah i think it was only with the ds they switched to plastic yeah the the game boy advance games are a fortune boxed for that yeah. reason. <laughs> absolute fortune the consoles themselves are nearly free i wouldn't trust myself to be around if someone was like here's my collection of you know mint boxed n64 classics 
Just gonna fold not that, that I would steal them. Just that I would see one and just you know, just out of nowhere, just step on it on purpose. You know, it's a compulsion. I've never gone to a museum or you know an art gallery. I just want to rub it. Come on. I would just yeah. I would just poke a hole. You know, if I ever visited the Mona Lisa. She, you know, there would just be two tiny holes where her eyes oh, used God. to be. You know, and <laughs> and look, I, I kind of know what you're talking about. When you go yep. around the uh, Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, those things are so damn touchable. Because <laughs> they're, they're oil paintings, and it's like really thick. You can see it there. There's texture to that painting. It wants you to be touched. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wants to be felt. That's part of it. And if they didn't want you, you to touch it, they would just put up a photograph. Exactly. But they are very clear. You, you really not to touch them. I, th- I think you might lose whatever bit of you touches it. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> you don't want to try. You don't want to try. Oh. But and the, and you are temptingly within touch. They don't put it out the way. Like it's right there. You could touch what? it, but we're going to tell you not to, and trust you not to. Oh, yeah, there are more and more videos coming out of people who, like, they put up a little, like, guardrail. There are more and more videos of people tripping on the fucking guardrail, and their hand goes out to steady them, and right through the paintings. That speaking as someone, <laughs> speaking as someone who's genuinely tripped over an art piece in a in a gallery, um, I wish well, they, they leave them everywhere. The, they did. Well, I was in the bloody modern, the Tate Modern, and I was just chit chatting to my mate, and it was just a pile of bricks and shit on the floor, and I fell over one of the bricks and moved it. So I just sort of kicked it back and legged it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have a rope around it. Well, it's their fault. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the Netherlands. Ah, uh, yes. Taking on action on, on loot boxes. And here's what we need to know. Are we sure that that, that, that orc in the picture is not meant to look Jewish? Cause <laughs> Hold I, up, wait a second. I think it's, I just find it a bit racist. I'm just saying that's all, you know. I, if I was going to put down any ethnicity, I would have gone like Romany Gypsy. Maybe with all the you know the the rings, but yeah. I I didn't go there immediately. Well, I'm not. Thought, I'm I'm asking. I I'm that not looks saying. Like an orc. Hey, I'm not the one who's made the orc. You know, I'm not being anti-Semitic. I'm just asking the question: Is that it looks? It's just a little too Jewishy. But hey, anyway, a little too Jewishy. Hmm. Of course, we're talking about a picture of hmm. Shadow of War, everybody. <laughs> That's why it's an orc. Anyway, and, and related to loot boxes. So the Netherlands yeah. Yeah. just chilled the fuck out and were like, you know, this is bollocks. This is gambling. Uh, yeah, they've said any uh, loot box which has is exchangeable for a real world value, which basically comes down to a bunch of the ones on Steam. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's anything that you can then, if you can unlock it in a game... Uh, and then sell it for real world money. Then that they've said that's not that's not on. We're not having that. Uh, I was uh, among the list that the, it hasn't. They haven't named the the games that they've uh, they're cracking down on. Uh, they said that they are four out of the ten which they looked at uh, on. I think they actually looked at it on uh, Twitch. Uh, their top viewed games. Okay. But it's games like uh, Dota 2 and uh, what else have we got? So hang on. So the Netherlands government 
did research on this that consisted of watching Twitch until somebody bought a loot box. They're a very chilled out country. Okay, just just clarifying. <laughs> they don't they don't worry about you know shit like that. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> apparently you know people are uh, thinking that the ones that they've singled out are FIFA 18, which I didn't know anything about, Dota 2, PUBG, and Rocket League, which surprised me. Does but Rocket League have loot boxes? I, I did not know. I, I did not think so. I, I've, and with FIFA... I, I Rocket League, I've played it a lot. I've never bought Yeah, a loot. I've never seen a loot box in it. Uh, I know that FIFA, it has... If it's anything like Madden is, then they have what are called ultimate teams. So like, if you have like a legacy team and stuff, you can get... They do it as uh, like cards, like sort of not like Pokemon cards, but like cards where you can use a player in your legacy team. And then I don't obviously understand. You want... It's not like Pokemon cards? What kind of yeah, card okay, is it like? Ba- so, yeah, exactly. okay, it's basically like Pokemon cards. So you can... Uh, is it like a get- tarot card or a playing card? If it's a playing card, well, is it one of the ones with the naked like ladies card. on it? No, yeah. it's physically a playing card, but then it would have uh, like a legacy player on it, so like Pele for something. Then you can have Pele on your team, but then to get at a chance of getting that card, you'd have to buy not like an actual box, but like access to... A certain level of cards and stuff like that. So um, I presume that's what the FIFA one is. Right. So it's kind of like Panini stickers? Basically, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. See, they're kind I, of loot box gambling, but that's okay because they're still. Essentially, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. I, I had yeah. those when I was a kid. It's not like this new thing that I don't like because I'm old. I suppose the difference is but, with the Panini stickers and, you know, the Pokemon cards, any, you know, Magic the Gathering cards. Those are the kind of things you. You can bring those like into school with you and trade them amongst friends, and uh, it's you know you're 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 seen as nerds, but it's acceptable nerdery. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you come in and you get and you say, guys, I want to I want to trade you my PUBG skin, you're going to get beaten up by the nerds. By the you, nerds. You, you yeah. slip down into a, a subcategory where you are basically on your own. Yeah, I think you're right there. Yeah. Um, so, so, in, yeah. so some games in the Netherlands are going to have to uh, either stop yeah. being sold there or remove loot boxes. Yeah, it says they have. Uh, they've alerted the the four, uh, you know, games that. Again, we're not sure which ones they are, but you know, it seems like those are the strongest candidates. Uh, they said that they have until June twentieth to adjust their designs. Okay, and if they don't then the government can find them or even stop the sale of the games in the country. So, right. Serious shit, basically. Yeah. I don't know, you know, what kind of sales figures the Netherlands, you know, contributes. I don't even know how big the Netherlands are. This is Googling coming up right now. Netherlands. How big are the Netherlands? I'm imagining they're like maybe one and a half Britons. Well, let's see. One and a half Britons. Netherlands. If Google uh, can, can answer that, I will be speci- If uh, That's the next level of like Google's uh, smart integration is whether it can tell you how big something is within a scale you have specified. I want to know how big is uh, Sarah Michelle Geller in terms of... Matchbox cars. We can work that out really easily. You just need the average height of a matchbox car and the height of Sarah Michelle Gellar. How are you stacking them? Sort of bumper well, to, I was, like, vertically I was or volume. horizontally? Volume. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not just height. You know, 
I wanted to know the volume of Charles Michel Geller and then the similar volume of a, of a Matchbox car. I'm aware that one of those figures is more easy to get hold of without also being served a restraining order. So what you need to Google then is how much water does Sarah Michelle de Geller displace and then how much water does a Matchbox car displace and then you I'll can see if I can find her number online. It can't be that hard. She's not in much lately. I'm imagining her phone number is easier and easier to get a hold of. Incidentally, the population of the Netherlands is only 17.2 million people. That is that's, a number without context. That's that, two and a bit Londons. Yeah. You know? Wow, they're very small. Yeah. And it's very huh. flat, but it's really nice. I, I've heard it's very nice. And considering the way their laws seem to work and the things they pay attention to, sounds like I, I, could, be, I could be in for moving to the Netherlands. The, there's a lot of good things to be said about the Netherlands, you know, definitely. Including cracking down on loot boxes. I really enjoyed the girl with the dragon tattoo. There you go. That's in the Netherlands, isn't it? No, not at all. Damn it. (laughs) I'm never past the citizenship (laughs) test. (laughs) Yeah, it's Scandinavian, isn't it? Mm. Isn't that the same thing? No. 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 (sighs) They get very upset if you said that. Yeah, don't say that. A lot of historical beef. Okay, well, they'll just have to get used to me. Well, we say upset. I mean, it's like they only get so upset. They're, they're a very chilled out people. Mm. It's it's a nice place. Honestly, I've never had a bad time there. Anyway. Well. Australia's also cracking down on things, which makes a change. Yeah. I, I yeah. say I'd do something about the spider problem first, but mm-hmm. they're cool with that. They don't see it as a problem. Uh, yeah, so they're, they, they're dealing with Valve. Yeah, they're not. They're not up. They don't worry about all the shit that's killing them. They're more worried about like fruit and veg. Yeah, that's their their beef in there. Not literally. No, they have beef also. They do a lot of it, from what I hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're fining Valve one point six million pounds, which For is fucking them. nothing. Uh, really. That's a what slap they, on the wrist. I, what are they going to do without that 1.6 million? I know, I that mean, might be the end of Valve, really. I was going to say, um, that's down the back of their sofa, isn't it? In their yeah. office, one of their offices. Gabe yeah. Newell's going to have to skip a lunch, I guess. That, yeah. yeah, that yeah. is both a, a, a dig at him for how much money he makes, and also, he's quite large. Yes. Um, they misled Australian Steam users by stating that they were not entitled to refunds for faulty games on Steam. Although Australian law guarantees rights on faulty products. Yeah. And the reason this is important is that it sets precedence that digital goods, uh, software is included in, you know, that definition of, you know, products that are sold. Uh, this was this was back in 2014. They were actually sort of brought to task on this, and that was before they implemented the Steam refunds policy. Um, which I've been getting a quite a bit of use out of lately. Um, I no longer have to. I realize I no longer have to put up with shit games. It's it's nice, but yeah. So Valve, you know, legal systems being what they are, Valve have uh, appealed this and appealed it again, and now they have to pay one point six million, which I'm guessing they have paid many times over in appealing in legal fees, appealing this decision, probably. Yeah, it, it's because yeah. the legal system is just fucking awful the world over. Absolutely, uh, don't think you get away with that, Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one point six million. I mean, what are they going to do with that? The, you know, the government of Australia. I don't know. 
what kind of government the Australians have got. One with spiders and snakes and other poisonous <laughs> things. It doesn't in, matter. Invested in flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't doesn't matter to me what kind of government they've got. I I don't care. It's uh, you know just one of those things. But speaking yeah. of Valve, because there's other Valve things, so I'll link them yeah. together like a professional. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Valve saying that they wanted to make games again. And yeah. I said, who cares? They employ the same number of talented game developers as I do. So <laughs> the fact that they said they want to make a game is actually fucking bullshit. And then, so what they did is they've gone and bought a game studio. So now, technically, I suppose they could make games again. Yeah, it's it's another way. It's yeah, it's, it's very much it. a rich. It's a rich person's way of doing things, isn't it? Yeah, it's like when a rich person, whenever a poor person says, "I want, I want to, uh, you know, I want to learn how to paint," they go and they learn how to paint. When a rich person says, "I want to learn how to paint," they go and buy a fucking painting that someone else has painted, and that's you know that that's their painting. That's my painting. Yes. That's mine, totally mine. So yeah, that seems to be the way Valve have done this, and it's not like it's something they haven't done before. We got Portal because they essentially bought a bunch of college graduates who yeah. had made an indie game called Narbacular Drop, and then they took them and said, "That's a really great idea. Make it on our engine, and we'll write a story, and it'll be amazing." And it was. So yeah, it's it's also it's just the choice of developer is an interesting one as well Campo Santo who made Firewatch which is a game I love I'll just forever much. know it as the one where PewDiePie said nigger that's that's uh, the one well that's the one it, well no the, it's one there's of more them. than one of those isn't there yeah there's been a few of those but no they're just the ones who got pissed off with them for doing that and said you can't play our games anymore and rightly so because all this time further on I still know it as that one yeah <laughs> So that yeah. is exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, the, the, this came up uh, for me because Firewatch is coming to the Switch. Oh, um, no. it's already there, but yeah. Not quite yet. Uh, it's out soon. And so this basically, there were a lot of people like, hey, look, Valve are developing for the Switch again. Like, <laughs> no, Valve have bought a developer that already had a Switch game coming. That's not... Not quite the same thing, you know. The in, the interesting thing is, that is going to be because this studio they have a game that it was announced last year, Valley of the Gods. It's their next game coming up. Looks interesting. I don't know a huge amount about it, but it looks looks kind of cool. Now that they've been bought by Valve, the thing is, from what I've heard about working at Valve, it's a very laid back like work environment yeah. where you just sort of wander around and, you know, find something that you want to do and then you do that for a while and then you want. So whether or not we're ever going to get another game out of Campo Santo. Yeah. Who, who's considering they are moving. Who? Yeah. Yeah. They are moving to the valve offices. They're going to be in the, you know, they're not, I would be more comfortable if valve were employing them, but they were like elsewhere. <laughs> They're going to see the big slide and the uh, ping pong table and the walk up juice bar and that's it. No yeah. more work for them. <laughs> yeah. Like 20 years time, someone, you know, they climb out of the ball pit and someone says, shouldn't I maybe work on that game? Nah. <laughs> I imagine Valve have a giant ball pit. I bet they do. They definitely know? got a giant ball pit. Yeah. I'd have one. So would I. It's I expensive, wouldn't. Though. My, I looked my... into it. 
Oh yeah, you've got to buy all the balls and the those balls the are bloody expensive. Yeah, and you have to replace them every so often because they get squashed and stuff. Can you imagine how mental Paisley would go if you guys had a ball pit? We'd never see him again. <laughs> yeah, literally. It'd be like the episode of Big Bang Theory where Sheldon ends up in the ball pool at the end and just pops up every so often. And shouts Bazinga. He does. He does. Paisley would bark, though, because mm. he's a dog. Yeah. Um, right then. Epic is, still, is suing somebody for... Right, well, hang on. Hang on. Right. <laughs> Epic responds to cheating Fortnite kid's mum in court. <laughs> yeah. This is a story from last year where Epic decided to sue someone and it turned out for cheating and not not just for cheating, but for distributing the means to cheat to others Okay. in Fortnite. Uh, I think this was before it even had like the Battle Royale version, which was actually yeah. popular. And it turned out that the person that they were suing was a minor. And everyone was like, oh, it's very bad to sue minors. And his mom was like, it's very bad to sue my, my kid. Uh, and I've, they're like, no, he, we're doubling down on this. He's a cheating little shit who enabled others to cheat. He fucking hacked our game and we're going to take him to court. Uh, basically, the mothers tried to get the case dismissed uh, based on the fact that he's 14. And therefore, he couldn't have agreed to the, uh, the, the licensing agreement, the EULA. And yeah. Valve are saying, no, no, no. The fact that he's 14, he still agreed to it. And we're still going to, you know, they're seeking a, a default verdict, which uh, I don't know what that means. I have no idea. No. But it says that the kid could be hit with uh, fines and uh, an injunction prohibiting any, you know, any further hacking, which I don't know what that means. Like if he does it again, if he's, you know, going to jail. It, it's quite Already. a thing. I mean, right, to, for them to claim that, he, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing or he's not capable of making X decision, he hacked a fucking game. This isn't, yeah. I'm guessing he's not an idiot. No, it's not something you can do by accident. You know, I, I'm guessing this is a kid that is brighter than me. So probably knew exactly what he was fucking doing. Um, yeah. It, it is a little bit fucked up that you can do anything in a computer game that has you in court in real life. It's weird. It is definitely weird. But, I mean, this that computer game in question is Epic's business. And mm -hmm. if he interferes with them making money from their product, then really is it different ethically from theft? Or well, the, the thing was, well, I was a bit wishy-washy on this. I didn't know, you know, big company, boo, cheating kid, boo. The thing that sort of made me come down on one or the other side was if I am in a cinema and a 14-year-old won't stop talking and playing on his phone while the film is playing, should I be allowed to have him arrested? Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. So there I, you go. Well, I think it's more that if he was recording it in front of you and, I mean, that would be... If he is doing sort of anything other than watching the film. If he eats too loudly, you know, if, eat loudly. if they open their, if they, you know, I often look around and if I see someone with an unopened packet of something before the, and the film is just starting, like you absolute prick, open your shit before the film starts. Now at some random point, I'm going to have to hear you opening your thing because you don't care about the things that I care about. 
which is criminal. Do you know, I'm, I am almost livid with the fact that we live in 2018 now, and still we haven't discovered a quieter confectionery wrapping than a plastic wrapper thing. I hear a lot of places are starting to move back to like paper and cardboard. That's so much better. There's yeah. less plastic because it's cardboard and it's quieter. That's a yeah. much better idea. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'd designed some sort of bowl thing. Mm. Like you get a bowl of M&Ms. You just peel the top off like a, like a yogurt thing, but it's M&Ms. That might work. I don't think I could be trusted with like a system. I mean, I can, you know, I can be trusted. They give me a cup and I'll go to the machine and I will fill it up and I'll fill it up with whatever I said I was going to fill it up with. I'm not going to say that I'm having water and fill it up with Coke. I'm just that honest. I don't think I could be trusted if they gave me a bowl and there was a machine with a spout and a giant lever that I could pull <laughs> and out came M&M's. I, I was thinking they were pre-packaged. I mean, you've added the whole mechanism with the spout and everything yourself there, but that, I, I that would work. It. I won't get it up. You, yeah. you did. I, I like what you did, though. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Like like the Coke machines in, in McDonald's, but for different chocolate. I actually I there's, not enough, there's, there's not enough whimsy in this world fuse there, Mike. Need no. some more. I mean, I resent the ones uh, in Subway. If you if you've ever been to Subway, the the, the uh, drinks machines, they don't have buttons on them anymore. It's a fucking touchscreen tablet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do they mm. let you mix drinks as well? Have you seen those? They ones? will let you mix drinks. I've never tried it. I've never wanted like the ones one for the of Five drinks. Guys. Oh, woo! Those are the ones to have. Five Guys. Five Guys. Yeah, it's never. a. Uh, it's a burger place from from the US of A that has is more increasing the amounts of uh, outlets. It's a and, place uh, middle class people go to to get salmonella. <laughs> what well, sounds awesome? Can I just say I've been there several times. I haven't had salmonella once, and their Coke machine is on another level. Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm wanting to go now just to try I the mean, Coke machine. I've and, I've and looked then, them up, and their burgers look fucking awesome. They are great. Five guys locations. Are they paying us for this? No, 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 sadly. Ah, oh, damn it, they have, they have none on the island of Ireland. No. The closest one to me would be in Liverpool, and I don't I don't want to go there. It's a long way just for a burger and a go on a Coke machine. Well, maybe the one in Glasgow is closer. I could get some heroin as well. That's true. Hmm. Were we talking about Epic? Get, what are they, what's the, this response then? <laughs> yeah, so basically they've... They, they, the mother tried to have the case dismissed, um, and Epic are saying, no, no. Uh, but now, apparently, this will have to go to court uh, what, to see whether the basically whether Ayula is still applicable or not, just because an, a minor agreed to it. That could have some pretty big effects. Yeah, it could. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd imagine this will get dismissed by the judge because, I mean, obviously, I'm sort of just going on. I mean, here, I mean, where he's 14, the age of criminal responsibility coming in and things like that about what decisions can he make yeah. as a, a person of that age and stuff. So I think that they will probably chuck it out. And Well, and, you never uh, know because in the 80s, uh, that kid who like managed to uh, – he was like 12 or 13 or something. He managed to crash like Wall Street and they brought him to court and they, he ended up having to – uh, have all of his electronics taken away uh, until he was like 18 and then you know it split up his parents so they moved to New York and then he <laughs> saved the world from a super hacker who was trying to destabilize yeah. uh, a company by crashing a, an oil an oil tanker with with a thing 
Penn and Teller were providing security for the company. That was never a good idea. They made and, a documentary and, about and it. And the, the Indian guy from Short Circuit was there as the well. The Indian guy from Short Circuit, who isn't actually an Indian guy. I was going to say, would it out, shock you to know he's not actually Indian? Yeah, yeah, it did shock me to know that when I found out the other <laughs> the other year. <laughs> when I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? That is one of the, my favorite shows from when I was a kid. And I was essentially watching Brown Face. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's an excellent documentary, Hackers. I got to see Angelina Jolie's boobies when I was a kid. It was awesome. <clears throat> you don't really see her boobies in that film. Well, you can't really see them nowadays either. That was harsh. I'm happy not seeing them. I'm quite controversial there. There was a time, but that was long ago. <laughs> it was long ago. <laughs> We've all changed since then. Words Brad Pitt speaks every night. <laughs> yeah, there was a time, but it was long ago. And hey, I'm Brad Pitt. Must be <sighs> difficult. Like, you know, I, I have no trouble not sleeping with lots of beautiful women because I'm not Brad Pitt. Yeah. But, but he is. Yeah. Monogamy must be a real crutch for him. That must be, you know, this. Oh. Well, yeah. it hasn't worked out for him so far, has it? Well, no. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember which comedian it was who made the point that, what was it, if I sleep with 10% of the women that come on to me, that's a, a lower leg. Whereas, <laughs> you know, if someone, Brad Pitt, sleeps with 10% of the women that come on to him, that might be 600 women. You don't uh, know. Yeah. He would not survive that. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're accusing Brad Pitt of ever cheating on anyone. Or no, no, no. That's I like him. quite weird. Yeah. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, actually. Strikes me Seems as quite like a top fun. Bloke. Yeah, yeah, got a lot of time for Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I won't want to stand next to him uh, mm-hmm. and then have people see that because I don't need that level of comparison being made. I watched but- a wonderful mm-hmm. video about it. It said that he is this generation's, uh, he's a he's a character actor in a leading man's body, that he doesn't get the chance to act as much as he should because you know the, yeah. he has the ability to because he looks as good as he does he's offered so many just stand there and look pretty type roles and when you're being offered that much money to stand there and look pretty you get lazy well yeah i mean i'll do that if anyone's offering uh, i was gonna say let me find the world's smallest hanky to drive my tears <laughs> for him yeah <laughs> if uh, only we had Brad problems. anyway last bit of nintendo switch news for today uh, until I talk about what games I've been playing in, in just a minute after this bit of Nintendo Switch news. So, this is, I think this has sort of come out today, yesterday. Um, Very interesting to see what your reaction is going to be. Well, it's it's interesting. Turns out the Switch is like so hacked, it's ridiculous at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, just forget it. Game over, Nintendo. There is nothing you can do now. This is a hardware exploit. This cannot be patched by the company. Uh, yeah. All they can do is release a new model of the Switch that doesn't have the same hardware flaw. Basically, it involves the, the Tegra X1 processor. It's um, such a core piece of the hardware. Too. Yeah, just, just the processor. Not, not a big <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not like it was the headphone port. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, basically, you, you can trick it into going into USB recovery mode um, by by just connecting two wires uh, on the, I think, Joy-Con. sort of inside where the Joy-Con connects, there are some exposed wires, you, well, exposed that you don't see them 
I didn't know there were even any wires there. Uh, and yeah, if you just connect two of those, it will trick it into US re- USB recovery mode, and you can basically then just do whatever the fuck you want with it. <laughs> Uh, which, of course, yeah, the sky's the limit then, isn't it? It's just a case of waiting for people who are so motivated to do these things and put a PlayStation emulator on your Switch and other things like that. Oh, God, this is going to be so awesome. Um, <laughs> no, that's, this is interesting because uh, a few weeks ago or months ago, I don't know how time works. I try to ignore it as best I can. There was a story about how Switch emulation was starting to take shape, and you were very angry. <laughs> well, that's that's a slightly different thing because I I think if that the, you think that if you've paid for the Switch, you should be allowed to play whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There, there there is a total difference between hacking the hardware, which is my hardware that I've bought, and and emulating the software. So that, let's face it, you can play Switch games without buying a Switch. That's the only point to do that. Now, if yeah. if you're emulating hardware that is rare or difficult to come by because it's 30 years old or whatever, then I, I don't have the slightest problem with that. You know, I we talk okay. about emulating old games a lot on this show, and I, I love the Raspberry Pi. That's cool because, you know, those old things are difficult to get your hands on now. And, and they're all breaking. And they're, <laughs> they're all, all breaking. plastic and, you know, metal. They are perishing. Yeah. Whereas to emulate the Switch, there you're just trying to steal a Switch, essentially, aren't you? Really? Mm. There, there's no reason why you would want to do yes, that. Yes, I am. I mean, yeah. yes, they are. Other than you just don't want to buy a Switch, which is I, that I've got less time for. So, But then hacking that hardware so that I can do whatever I want with it, that's mm. fine. That's totally, Maybe. I'm totally cool with that. You in know, all honesty, something ridiculous like backing up your saves. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, look, I I was reminded of this the the other day. There was a story of um, the the Xbox 360 comes out of Bill Gates being shown a hacked to fuck Xbox. Um, that you know, the, when the original Xbox came out, that thing was hackable as anything. I had oh, a, yeah. I had a mod chipped one. Everybody it had a mod chipped one. It was basically a PC. You know? Yeah. And and mm. so people took that opportunity to put Xbox Media Player on it and all kinds of stuff. And the irate developers took this to Bill Gates and look what they're doing to this thing. We've got to stop them, much like uh stopping a kid that's cheating at Fortnite. And Bill Gates' reaction is, "No, this is fucking awesome. Look what they've done." Look at all the cool stuff. And then we get Xbox 360 that has pretty much every feature that people hacked into the Xbox. Hackers of your hardware tell you what your next feature should be. True. Very true. I, I've been saying that since uh, people were jailbreaking the iPhone. Yeah, they're putting, making it do stuff that they wish it did. So you look at that, and in the next version, you make your thing do that. And then yeah. eventually you reach a point where the official thing does absolutely everything everyone dreams of, and no one really jailbreaks iPhones anymore. That's yeah. So, as far as what this means, this story. I mean, we're still quite a ways off from you know easily piratable you know Switch games. They still haven't sort of hacked the Switch's OS. All they've done for this one is they've they're they're now able to inject whatever operating system they want. So they've got Linux up and running on it yeah so but now they can it means that they can uh 
more fully pull a copy of the the switch's operating system and all the encryption that goes along with it which means that they will now be able to start working on that in uh sort of more seriously but the other thing that i was thinking was this could be you know for the average consumers particularly people who haven't yet bought a switch hello this could also be a good thing for us because this encourages nintendo to want to get those old switches out of circulation which means that it it's pushing them towards a hardware revision and more than just you know making it more affordable for them you know replacing some bits and pieces inside uh, removing some bugs it means we may get a switch hardware revision with some you know better features something you know to make people want that version whatever they want to call it, you know, the Switch Pro, Switch Mini, Switch Maxi, Switch whatever it is. You know, it makes me hopeful that my time will not have been wasted sitting on the sidelines. Well, you know, the thing is, the Tegra X2 already exists. Hang on. Right. Uh, Which is, of course, the successor to the Tegra X1. Um, Now, it's not a massive upgrade. Hmm. It's this is I can't remember which might have been Digital Foundry might have been but possibly not. Well, uh, you wonder. We don't know yet. Does it have the same exploit? Was it, this exploit well, something that they caught in the X two? That that or? would be something that is removed from the X two. So that right. in itself is the reason to upgrade it. the The point is, if 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 they did that it wouldn't really mean anything. It wouldn't become like a Switch mm. Pro or something no. like that because it's it's not that it's not a big enough of an upgrade that would justify Nintendo doing that regardless of this exploit. Um mm. and so if if they do update it and I agree, expect to see that happen as quickly as anyone can make that fucking happen. I imagine um, they still have like orders for, you know, X one models that they still have to, you know they're going to be facing a choice of do we continue to make models which we know are exploitable or do we you know take the hit bidden those chips that we have and move up to the next version as quickly as possible i i suppose at the end of the day it depends on what this means for nintendo financially yeah yeah um if it is eventually used to, for people to play pirate switch games then they do have that to consider but until that's happening, they I don't know what they are losing out. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't something that, you know, is an immediate threat to them. <laughs> I mean how how many something pi- further down the line? How many PSPs were sold? Because you could hack homebrew onto that and just play emulators. You know, it's it's the, these are features that these companies cannot offer. But if yeah. someone was to do it, and there was nothing we could do about it, then, oh, gosh, look at how useful your Switch is now. <laughs> uh, maybe you sell another couple of million. I, I don't know. But, mm. yeah, if, if it means they sell a million less copies of the next Zelda game, then they're not going to like that. And I yeah. can't say I blame them either. But on the other hand, the next Zelda game is quite a ways off. Yeah, mm. that's More true. But, <laughs> you know, there's plenty of AAA titles yeah. coming from them that they yeah. would like to see the money from, and they're selling remarkably well. Um, what I would say they can do, because we've seen Microsoft do this, if they detect a hacked switch, they just block you from all online services and that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. 
um, that Microsoft often announced, yeah, we've kicked off another 20,000 people or whatever from Xbox Live because we found they've got modded Xboxes. Uh, so yeah. they can do stuff like that. So it's it's not something I would do to but my again, Switch. Nintendo are so online phobic. Do, do they even have that ability? <laughs> well, actually, I d- at the moment, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Because there is no sort of centralized online system like Xbox Live. We're not paying a subscription for anything. There's no membership of anything. Mm. Uh, you do have a sort of store account that it's aware that you're online and playing with um so yeah in that case maybe they they actually do have the ability to just block you or what maybe they go as far as just bricking your switch i don't know yeah that would be a bad idea though don't do that um but yeah because obviously if this pirating if this if this enables you to pirate games this enables you to do things like cheat on multiplayer games yeah and that's potentially, kind of, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing that really gets you booted off services like Xbox Live. That's why they do it, so you can't go and cheat at games. Um, it's also easier to te- to detect, though, you know, whether you're cheating if you're cheating in an online game, though. Whereas, you know, it can be harder to detect whether the game you are playing online is pirated in and of itself. Yeah, you know, so. I, I don't know what copy protection they have beyond the fact that they work on a completely unreproducible medium. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah, how, the fu- how the fuck are you getting data off a Switch cartridge? I, I don't know how you'd go about that. Mm, good point. M- mind you, ROMs exist. How the fuck do you do that? How, who was the first person who figured out how to get everything off an NES cartridge and make it be a file on a PC? It's that- all fucking wizardry to me. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's a certain point beyond which you just—I've ceased to understand what's happening. Now, oh yeah, so yeah. It's just magic. I mean, I, I get certain levels of copying, like copying DVDs. Yeah, okay, fine. That's just data. You move it from one thing to another thing. Uh, but yeah, how do you hack a SNES cartridge? How do you how do you do that at home with your computer yeah. and a little toolkit? Who teaches you how to do that? That's it's just insane, isn't it? But yeah. There's some very clever people in the world, uh, and they've hacked the Switch. What I do enjoy with this is that there is a tool, to allow, a physical tool, that allows you to connect those two wires that are difficult to get to. And uh, in the past, oh, yeah. this would have been like sold on, in, in you know, the, it, it reminds me of that device that Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak sold for making free long distance calls, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But now it's just a 3D printable file online you can just download. Yeah, exactly. And make your own. Brilliant. I mean, I don't know should... what you do with it, but the fact you can do that is, is amazing. Um, just, I, should, I should totally get a 3D printer. They're getting cheaper. They are. I saw one that was like 150 quid. It's like very DIY, but I was like, oh, think of the penises I could make with that. Exactly. I think the problem is, is that for the money you want to spend, you can't get one that's as good as you want it to be. No. Like, you want one that can at least make an action figure of you. Yeah. But the ones that are 300 quid can't make an action figure of you. Oh, there's one here, 169 pounds. God, there's loads. I think we just need to find something more fun to do with them. That's the problem I have with 3D printers. Like, the the dream isn't the dream that you can like when you're buying stuff from Amazon rather than wait for it to be delivered. You print it out at home. Yeah. 
So until it's doing that, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Is that all the news this week? I, I don't want a 3D print a bra, really, though. I don't exactly. think it's practical for everything. Exactly. There you go. But think of the support. Yeah, I was going to say, I might be th- if you could 3D print me a spare underwire, that would be good. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I want to, I think a whole bra would be chafy. Do you know, I, that reminds me, I saw a company bragging that they'd made the first 3D printed dress. And they had a big press event and they had Dieter Von Tees modeling this dress. And you read a bit more and you like, and it's made up from 300 combined pieces. Of, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that sounds whoa. like a lot of work. No. That's a lot of work. You've just printed out 300 pieces of this and stitched it together. That is not 3D printing a fucking dress. The future is wasted on people like you. (laughs) It's not the same thing. What you want is press button, dress comes out. That's what you want. That until it does that, it's shit. Sorry. Yeah, Star Trek Discovery had a sequence where it started like inside a replicator, and you saw like things coming together, and then it zoomed all the way out, and it was in a fresh uniform. I mean, they showed us what to do. Why can't they just do that? Exactly. Star Trek Discovery knows how. People should ask them. Get Brian Fuller on this shit. Yeah, that's the end of the news this week, then, people. Yeah, why not? So, uh, should we do the software charts? Oh, good. Well remembered. Well remembered. <laughs> I totally forgot. I should set an alarm or something. <laughs> Are we doing the individual formats? No, let's just do the big one. All formats. Okay. Bet you can't guess what the biggest selling game this week was. Anyone? Is it God of War? It was God of War. I have been doing my damnedest to put off buying it. I know it's going to get cheaper. And also, I have no feckin' money. <laughs> it is like 50 quid. Yeah. I I asked, my, uh, my, my brother got it on day of release, and I said, give me a review. But the fact that he's been radio silent leads me to believe that he's done nothing but play God of War in between going to work. So um, I think it's reaped good, apparently. It yeah, reviews wise, it's doing very, 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 very well. Yeah, all the reviews I looked at were just basically a series of sort of exclamation points as opposed to coherent words. Like it's getting kind of, you know, breath of noises. the wild level. Yeah, yeah noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so annoying too because I've watched so many fucking you know God of War franchise. Uh, story catch-ups now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but yeah, of note, it. Uh, I kept an eye on it. It did not go available for pre-order on Amazon. It was available to purchase on day of release, but uh, they never put the pre-orders back up. And a whole bunch of the games, you know, a whole bunch of the first-party games still aren't available to pre-order. Mm. So Amazon seemed to not be backing down on that. Yeah, they do. I noticed that as well. Um, I can't wait to play it, but yeah, I'm not paying full price for it. Yeah, it's annoying. I it, honestly, if I had the money, I would because I like to support first party games. I like to put support for single player games. But I, yeah, and another thing, another thing. I'm so it's so annoying that fucking games are still on like PlayStation Network. Still more expensive to buy the digital version than to go to the fucking shop and buy a disc version. That really does my head in. It's um, really fucking shitty. It's the same on the Switch. 
um, to, to anyone who does buy all their games digitally, my first question would always be, why are you paying that much? Because yeah. the, the point is they're supposed to maintain parity between the digital version and the recommended retail price. But, the, but what, nobody charges No one RRP. charges. Yeah, no one charges that. So everywhere else is cheaper on the physical version. Um, it, it, it is stupid. It, it, is. it really uh, is. Sony, Sony do better than, than Nintendo when they have their big sales and they'll go his hmm. games for 70% off, whatever. I, I do like that, but... Yeah, they are good for that, yeah. Yeah, but ultimately... And also, here's the thing, in about a year's time, I, you know, God of War will be available as a, play, as a PlayStation Plus free game. I'm willing to bet. Because they seem to put all the good games on PlayStation Plus eventually. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah... It's uh, although it is especially annoying with the uh, the bizarreness that is the next entry in the charts, Far Cry Five, which is still up in uh, number two on the sales position, but for some reason is more expensive to buy digitally on PC than it is to buy on any other system, which is not how it's supposed to be. Well, they don't they assume that PC gamers have more money than console gamers. No, the PC version is always cheaper. But you can spend all that money on hardware. Can't you just spend a bit more on the games as well? You're not kowtowing <laughs> to my rage. <laughs> I know. Um, sorry. I will wash over you with my wrath. <clears throat> is Far Cry 5 any good, Emma? Yeah, it's well you, good. I know have, you started, probably- have you got it? Yeah, well, I managed to obtain a copy on eBay from a totally legitimate source, I'm sure, for under £40, finally. So, um, yes, and it was here quite too sweet as well, so I was able to to chuck out my original plan and play it on the marathon. So, yeah, it's uh, it's well good. Cool. Nicely done. Um, Nicely done. Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, (laughs) number three. Uh, I cannot wait to get to that one. For, for Another single-player only game. Yeah, yeah. Um, am I missing anything by not having played Yakuza One through Five? I think you are. I think it does tell a pretty linear story. I was going to say you you kind of have to know who these guys are, don't you? By the time yeah. you, by this where, one, where it's the not f- like Five, not like not like um, Far Cry I'm, Five, where yeah. who cares? But I mean, I think I made a mistake with jumping on to you, the remade Yakuza One on the PlayStation 4, because they made changes to accommodate additional story elements from Yakuza 0. So I should have played Yakuza 0 and then played Yakuza 1. So, yeah, even on the first fucking entry in the series, I am feeling like I missed some stuff. So, So, yeah, it doesn't need to be played in order. Where do I start with this then? Yakuza Oh, so I should start with zero, even though technically that was just a recent one. It was a recent, yeah. You should so, start with right. zero, then Yakuza Kiwami one, which is the remade version of Yakuza one. And they're on and the PS4. Those are both on the PS4, and coming this year, later on this year, is Yakuza Kiwami two or Yakuza two Kiwami. I'm not sure what it is. Kiwami is the Japanese for like ultimate. It's right, just the name okay. they've given to the remade editions. So, yeah. And then I think you would have to go back to the PlayStation 3 to play Yakuza 3. Well, let's see. Yakuza 3. 
PlayStation 3. Mm. Okay, that's not so bad. Well, that and then number four, which I assume is also PS3, yeah. And then number five, also PS3, yeah. And then six, PS4. This is a lot of Yakuza game. Yeah. I was going to say seven of them. Yeah. And plus one that takes place in feudal Japan, but it's more of a spinoff. What kind of game are they? They are... (laughs) You're going to laugh. They are sort of spiritual successors to Shenmue. (laughs) They're sort of life simulator type games. Uh, uh, Core gameplay is sort of a beat-em-up type thing. You constantly get into fights and have to kick the shit out of people. Right. Uh, You have different fighting styles, um, which you switch between... You have different special abilities, but you then also have to go around a little, you know, sort of semi-open world, uh, taking missions for people, all of which revolve around eventually having to beat the shit out of someone. Um, Japanese culture works that way, apparently. I think I would do well. Um, <laughs> but then also you can play bizarrely sexualized trading card games against children and race tiny little cars on circuits and play pool and poker and a bizarre number of mini games well those are some of my favorite things to do i am willing to Pretty try i'm willing to try yakuza zero then yeah I, it I'm, even has a uh, rhythm each game does also have a rhythm based uh uh karaoke mini game which i'm fucking terrible at i i would have ordered it right now but to be honest all my game money is going to a certain vendor of <laughs> nintendo switch games that they don't if make they, very many of Yeah, well, if they put a fucking number on the box. <laughs> yeah. So that's... And plus, if any more games arrive this week, I'm going to be killed here. Um, uh, I'm going to get in touch with Allison and tell her that if she ever needs, like, new, you know, appliances for the house, just to tell Rich that, you know, they're from limited run games. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Put a little sticker with a number one on I'm quite into Xbox collecting at the moment as well. It's, yeah, each each day is a mix of I'm happy new things arrived and then I, I feel the side eye. Anyway, <laughs> number four, FIFA 18. Yeah, okay. Uh, five and six are Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, because, of course, they're going to be there forever now. <laughs> number seven, Fallout, still holding on. Yeah, is nice that, to see. That's the game of the year thing, isn't it? That they've done, yeah, possibly. Yes, yeah. Uh, player unknown battlegrounds at number eight, down from number five, because I think every time I now, I think that's the one. Yeah, every every freaking time I see that, the developer, I I misread it as Butthole Studio. (laughs) Oh shit! I'm going to do that as well now. You're yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I can't help it, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the lead developer is a butthole. So. And that Ugh. font on this particular webpage is not helping either. It doesn't help. It's all caps. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild back in the num- uh, the top 10. Up from number 12. We should really do this top of the pop style. Especially I since really top of the pop would, doesn't yeah. exist. Need the music. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Um, and for another week, we continue with the idea of why are people still buying GTA 5? <laughs> well... <laughs> It's down from number four, which is a nice thing, but also, yeah, what the fuck? Because there's just been a couple of new games this week. It'll go back up again. Wait till there's a slow week. It's been it's been Far Cry followed by God of War and Yakuza. Well, yeah. this is the thing. They uh, let me just have a look at this. GTA Five Premium. 
Oh, yeah, they've just put out a new version, haven't they, or something? They've just announced a couple of days ago, they've announced the new GTA V Premium Edition. Is there a date? Which comes with all the DLC and a bunch of online credits, you know, fake money. So, yeah, this is going to take the place of all the, you know, the current retail editions. So even if, like, next week, GTA slips out of the top ten, she's a coming back. Yeah. Fuck's sake. I'm just amazed that anyone who wants it doesn't already own it at this point. It is remarkable, yeah. That's that's the only bit I find surprising. Like I say, I bought the fucker three times. Xbox, 360, PS4, and fucking PC. And I haven't even played it on the PC because when I bought it on the PC, I did not have a PC capable of running it. Why did I do that? Look, I could ask that question about absolutely every single item in my Steam library. Yes, but I'm generally more <laughs> with, sensible with, than you, with which the is a frightening thought. With the exception of Plants vs. Zombies 1 and Dark Forces, which do <laughs> run all right on my MacBook Pro. <laughs> uh, They're the only things, though. Um, just to bob beyond the top 10, Sea of Thieves is gone. Don't expect that one to come back. Yeah, nope. that's that's sinking. I could make a joke about Davy Jones's locker, but it doesn't deserve it. Um, uh, Battlefront Two still number twelve. Well, up, up from eighteen. Yeah, I think so, there might have been a little bit. That's that's year we've put loot boxes back in, but it's just cosmetic boost. Yeah, I expect it, to see that just drop down out to nowhere. Now. Yeah, I did. I uh, I read a story this week about that that. Uh, Apparently, uh, they are very, even though they brought the, you know, the credits, you can buy the whatever currency it is in the, uh, in the game now, they are very shy about promoting it. It's like, it's not on like the front page of the game, like it used to be. You sort of have to go into a sub menu or whatever. So even though they brought it back, they're being very, very shy about it. They don't want to, you know, they want to repeat of yeah, last good, time. Good luck with that, EA. Good luck with that. There you go. That's your software charts for this week from the Chicken UK. And fuck off. Yeah. Exactly. So now we move on to the part of the show known as what have we been playing this week? Would anybody like to go first? Well, Emma well, hasn't been doing I, I, anything. No, yeah. I've, I've, I haven't done much. So <laughs> take it away. Yeah, um, I played a shitload of games for for charity uh, this past weekend. So um, I'll try and keep it brief. So started off with Far Cry 5. Um, yeah, it's well good, uh, but it is a Far Cry game. So if you have played a Far Cry game, you've also played this one so far. Um, I'm about six hours in only, uh, so I'm sort of suddenly still in the starting bit. I heard there was another uh, you know, secret ending within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, I hear that too. Um, I've heard it. I, I haven't. haven't- all right, you didn't automatically go for that? Okay. No, no. I did think about it, but I thought, well, that's stupid. So it's one of those things that you can sort of do after you've done the game. I, you but know, I don't really want to... Can I just ask, could you tell, like, when the game was setting you up for that, if you yes. wanted to go for... Okay, right. So yeah, it is... Yeah. Okay. The place where... If you've played four and you know that... He tells you happened. to wait 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah. But um, if you... Um, so there is a bit where uh, the father, as the the uh, sort of main antagonist is called, sort of holds his hands up to be handcuffed, and the game says to you several times, "You can walk away." All right. 
So I think that's I think I mean I don't know, but I, I think bounce. that's probably the yeah. point. That's the you could walk away or you can you can uh, proceed as I chose to proceed and uh, <laughs> then play the game. So um, yeah, I mean uh, it's I think that it's it's probably dancing a bit of a long of a fine line because it's set in Montana with uh, sort of with a compound with a sort of crazy religious sort of sect who believe yeah. that uh, your coming is the the harbinger of the rapture and. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, it's not. I don't think it's a coincidence that the father bears to me quite the resemblance to David Koresh, the uh, <laughs> the leader of the Branch Davidians, who you probably know from the incident at Waco, Texas, from about yeah. twenty years ago. Um, so yeah, but so uh, and I found out the other day that the place where Far Cry Five is set in Montana is actually a hotbed of white supremacists trying to set up their own little white fiefdoms because hardly anyone lives there so yeah. these people these people are literally buying huge swathes of land and you know putting a big fence around it and uh, no net guys on the premier and things like that so they're, they're certainly don't tap dancing along uh, you know some sensitive issues but uh, i remember i remember when i was watching like breaking bad when it got to like season uh the end of season four you know begin the season five and they had like the you know the neo-nazis had their little compound <laughs> You know, a little fenced-off area where they had like armed guards. I was like, that that can't possibly be realist. Oh my god, there's a lot of them. There's a yeah. lot of them. Yeah. So, but I mean, that all that aside, I think the gameplay. Uh, again, if you've played any of the Far Cry games, the ga- the gameplay is immediately familiar. How the gate, how the actual area of the games are set up. So there's outposts. I mean, it's most reminiscent, I suppose, of actually Far Cry Primal in that there, but in Primal, there's sort of two areas of the map. One is controlled by one boss, one is controlled by another one, and you sort of have to do one then move on to the other one, and uh, and things that you do within those areas build up to the point where you can then go on and confront the, the boss of the area, so to speak. If you've played uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate as well, this will be familiar to you, where you undertake certain actions in certain districts to build up the resistance level of the people inside once you've hit a certain level of resistance you can move on and then you know go on to the the boss of the area so um the other thing with far cry is this this far cry is as well they've instituted the buddy system where you have to take certain side quests you can unlock some characters as a buddy and then you can call on them to help you uh take on tasks Which- the game so, now that I'm thinking about it, it just literally occurred to me. That's they bought that. They haven't. That's not a new feature. They brought that back from Far Cry Two. They have. Yes, they have brought. Yeah, that it just back occurred to me. Yeah, that's yeah, not actually yeah. a new. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But you, you can sort of, you know, you can manage them all from a menu, so you can call them and then put them away, or get. It depending on the situation you're in. If you want a stealth approach, you can like call on the sniper character. If you're going in all guns blazing, there's another character for that. Uh, so it is sort of, it is sort of a very much, it's up to you how you do this and in what order. And, you know, the game says, well, we suggest you go here, but you can do what you like. So it's kind of truly open in that way. So, yeah, I've just kind of, I've just kind of gone with what the game suggested so far. Cause I've thought, you know, well, we've got to start somewhere and, uh, yeah, but so far very enjoyable, um, uh, a worthy continuation. It looks beautiful as well. Um, yeah. Okay, so after that, I tried to play Layers of Fear, but didn't really succeed because it made me too anxious. Um, <laughs> but the the 20 minutes I did manage to get the shit out of me. Um, so Layers of Fear is a horrible jump scare game. Um, yeah, I think I, I tuned into the Twitch stream, you know, after you'd started the Layers of Fear. I was ready to see, you know, you shedding yourself. 
I watched and it would myself. you know it was like it was lego <laughs> yeah i chickened out and played lego instead uh, so well because i mean it, by that point it was like nearly two o'clock in the morning i was all by myself and yeah i did not feel in a safe in a safe environment <laughs> to play a scary jump scare game um but the, you know the 20 minutes of lego it, it you know it's basically about this sort of horrible bloke who's an artist who's a drunk piece of shit whose wife has uh, has uh, done herself in and um, you have to go back into your horribly haunted haunted by the spirit of your vengeful missus and um, you can either sort of choose to complete your magnum opus or not and things like that but uh, on the way you will get severely spooked so it's one of those ones I will go back to but probably in the daytime when Chuck's <laughs> with, with me yeah. and <laughs> I, can, I can take a break and things like that so um, parking that for now um, after that I played uh, Brothers which is a puzzle game but the twist with this is that you control two brothers sort of the a, a younger one and an older one and with the controls um, like the, the left stick and the left trigger control one brother and the right stick and the right trigger control the other one um and you then navigate through the puzzles using that system so like you can sort of have one do one thing and one do another thing and um sometimes it's like trying to sort of you know pat your head and rub your tummy at the same time i was gonna say Uh, it sounds like a ball ache Parts of it were a ball ache, uh, again, especially in the early hours of the morning when I was trying to. But it was sort of that added pressure of when I was playing that I knew people watching me just fuck up continually. And, um, you know, trying to trying to push the sticks in slightly opposite directions to keep the brothers going in the same direction was a bit of a job. I mean, there were some times where one was going one way and one was sort of spinning around in a, in a corner of a corridor because I just couldn't make my brain push them in the same direction at the same time <laughs> there was a bit of right you do that now you do that and sort of doing it in bits like that but it was it's a very interesting concept and the puzzles are sort of those nice puzzles where they they make you think but they're not in, in at the point i'm at with the game anyway they're not incredibly frustrating um so yeah a very uh, fun game also it's one of those ones that is if you have xbox game pass it is free to to give a try to and play so if you've got that definitely recommend giving that a try um after that it was late shift which is an fmv game um which uh basically is just kind of a, a kind of like a sort of a london heist thriller kind of in the same in sort of the kind of i don't want to say lock stock and two smoking barrels vein in that it's sort of a modern crime thing in london but i mean it's got quite an interesting story but the twist with this is um it's kind of got that sliding doors premise of like you know make a choice that choice goes off two ways and you choose from that and then it's a branching story it's got seven different endings mm. um so again it's one of those ones that's on it on game pass i think it costs a 10 if you want to buy it just straight up um it's a really interesting concept it's the same guys who made this who made a game called the bunker a couple of years ago oh right yeah i remember seeing the bunker yeah mm. yes i never so i, I never saw it all the way through that. but yeah yeah so i played the bunker and i liked that um so i was glad to see that they because obviously the bunker's been successful enough that obviously they had a lot more budget it's all filmed in on location and there's loads of actors in it and all this sort of thing so yeah it's a really interesting concept uh definitely I don't know if it's worth sort of waiting to see if it comes down in price a little bit more or if it goes like with PlayStation Pro or Plus or something like that. It might, it's sort of a candidate for one of those type of games. So definitely give that a try. Uh, then it was on to Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Nightmare, where I was, you know, derided for my <laughs> lack of skill just a little while ago. Um, 
yeah, uh, decided to not murder a Sasquatch, much to Mike's disgust. <sighs> you have to kill yeah. the Sasquatch. You have to I kill didn't the kill Sasquatch. the Sasquatch. I didn't kill it. I couldn't do it. But you killed everyone he knew. You've yeah, I know, condemned but... him to a life of eternal loneliness. Isn't that um, more more cruel than just blowing his brains out? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking brains yeah. out. Yeah, well, I'll lift it's to it. It's not about being cruel. You have such a low opinion of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed that, but my Xbox did not. It was getting very sad at, at some points. I really? encountered several fascinating glitches during it. Yeah, I saw like that the the, uh, the headless zombies. That yeah, is extremely mercenary. <laughs> yeah, that was hard because you have to shoot them in the head, and the game made their heads disappear. Yeah. So the, the, you know the one, Richard. You know the things where you have to clear the graveyards in yeah. Undead Nightmare. So I was doing that, and then the game was like, okay, here are the zombies, and I sort of went to you know dead eye them, and I was like. They haven't got any arms or heads. So the game glitched in such a way that it was just a load of, you know, legs were there, but then just their shirts with no visible heads or arms. It was hilarious. Yes, and then the game went and died. So I ended up playing Tetris in sort of, in a, but into a point where for like the last sort of 45 minutes of the stream where I was so tired um, and... I ended up sort of, it was to the point, I think if you'd asked me to like, you know, give me some sort of post-hypnotic suggestion to like assassinate somebody, I probably would have done it because I was sort of, the, the, the blocks falling were kind of hypnotizing me. I remember I was just like, just keep going. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. Um, so yeah, that was, that was the whole 24 hours of game that I played. Um, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed all the games I played except Layers of Fear, but that was my fault, not the games. Um, so, yeah, uh, a highly enjoyable thing. But I must confess, I haven't played anything since because I needed some time <laughs> off. And my thumb hurts so much. How um, much money How much money did you raise? Uh, I will have a Luke. So I think it was uh, £217. Nice. Um, nice. That's so, all yeah, going that- to charity? That's all going to charity. I was amused uh, to find that we use the same exact escort. Remarkable. For what? Sorry? what sorry? Charity. Oh, oh right. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. Never mind. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I will say as well that if you're listening and you, you know, you missed all that and stuff, I mean, I don't know why anyone would watch it back because I was pretty brutal <laughs> for all of it. But, uh, I mean, that's my, that's my usual, usual level of play. I sort of fiddle through by, my, fiddle through by myself. I do usually don't have people watching, so it's sort of double embarrassing. But um, if you still want to give, I mean, my, uh, my donation page is open for another calendar month. So uh, all my details are on my social media. So uh, please consider having a look and donating if you care to. Cool. Cool. Well then, Mike, what have you been playing? I played some games this week to to make up for last week. Oh yeah, when you played no games. When I, I literally played no games. Yeah, I played a few games. I uh, well, the first thing I did was I jumped in on. It's a game I bought. I actually bought this like two years ago when it went into early access. Uh, I jumped into it again because it has uh, now finally sort of seen its official release. Uh, Jalopy. It's uh, it's a funny little game. It is, it's a sim. It's essentially a road trip sim. Uh, it's first person, and the idea of it is it's sort of set in the. Uh, oh, my history is so bad. When did the Berlin Wall come down? Nineteen ninety, I think it was somewhere around nineteen ninety. It's set uh, in. Uh, you start off in Berlin, and the idea is you're going on a road trip in your little shitty. 
uh, <laughs> 1970s era car. Um, and you have to travel all the way from Berlin to uh, uh, Turkey, I believe it is. And you pass through a whole bunch of countries in between. My geography is not that great either. But it's sort of semi-procedurally generated. Uh, you start off with a shitty car. You find stuff. You buy and sell parts. You have to keep your car running. You can upgrade it. Uh, each day you have to pick a uh, uh, from possible routes to your next destination. And you're given some information like what the weather is going to be like or what the road conditions are going to be like. So you have to balance that with what you know you have in your inventory to cope with it. Um, and it's sort of in the background, it tells a little story, you know, if you want to look for it about families separated by the Berlin wall and all that shit. Um, I picked it up when it first went into early access or uh, steam green light or whatever. And it was very, very buggy, right? It didn't run very well. Uh, there was a lot of game breaking bugs. Um, so I left it alone. The thing is, it's being developed by one guy. So this official release is sort of him saying, right, I've done as much as I can with it. Here it is. So it runs. There are still plenty of bugs. There are, you know, none of them game breaking. A lot of them very annoying. Um, I I ended up putting in like uh, maybe 15 hours into it. And it has an addictive kind of quality where you get so far and then you can, at any point you can return home. You can return to your starting location with all your upgrades and all your inventory and have another go at things. And it has a very addictive quality, uh, you know, sort of pushing you to try one more time. But I finished, I essentially finished the game and I didn't feel any the richer for it. <laughs> I'm glad that I was able to play it. I, you know, it's funny the the driving because it's a first person sort of driving simulator, and it reminded me very much of the driving in uh, the Far Cry games, right? Uh, which is to the guys, you know, credit because the driving in those games is pretty damn good for first person driving. Um, you know, if ever I'm playing a racing game, for instance, I always play in like third person, you know, where I can see the car. But uh, this sort of apes the Far Cry style very, uh, very well. I couldn't recommend it. I don't know how much it is, but I just, I couldn't recommend it to anyone. I, uh, even after I'd like managed, even after I used exploits to, uh, get as loads of money and upgrade the car with all the various, you know, bits and pieces and bobbins and a fantastic engine and all this crap. I, you know, at that no point that I feel like, yay, I have conquered the game. So glad I played it. I'm not, you know, I don't regret buying it in early access, but yeah, I wouldn't advise anyone to buy it unless you're prepared for quite an irritating time playing it. Uh, the other game I play- yeah. The other game I played was Oxenfree, which is uh, a sort of uh, adventure style game. It's uh, sort of, it's hard to tell. It's hard to name the art style. It's like uh top down, not top down, side on uh, adventure game. You're uh, uh, it falls into a genre that I really like. That it's sort of—I I only when I was playing it that I nailed down. I quite like—I'm sure there's a better name for it—but like science horror, things like Stranger Things, sci-fi yeah. horror, you know, where it's it's mm. it's horror, but it's not demons and ghosts and all that. It's you know, science has gone horribly wrong, and it's you know, causing some terrible shit to happen. 
and you have to try and untangle it. Uh, it's uh, you play as uh, a teenage girl, which is always fun, and her teenage friends who, when early on in the game as I was playing through, they all go to this island, which is like abandoned at night, and they're breaking in to have a beach party. Uh, which is always a great idea. And I, I did feel a little bit of like horror fatigue. I was like, oh, I wonder if anything is going to happen. And like, they're all like, if not terrible, they're just annoying. I think I'm aging out of games where the protagonists are teenagers. I just, I can't care. Yeah. I can't right, care yeah. about their problems. And, you know, I was like, oh, this character's being a total bitch. I bet you want me to care about why she's being a total bitch. She's just, a, there, she's a teenage girl. She's going to be a bit of a bitch. Hopefully she'll grow out of that. Um, but it has a really cool uh, uh, dialogue system where at any point, you know, while uh, characters are talking, you get uh, a choice of up to three dialogue options. And whenever you use them, you can interrupt them. Uh, but the way they've managed to work it is that it's very naturally flowing. When you interrupt them, whenever you, if they're in the middle of saying something, they will very naturally, once they've answered your uh, interruption, they'll go back to saying what they were going to say without repeating any information that they've already given, which it makes it feel, it sounds, it sounds like such a small thing, but it really does make it feel really naturalistic in a way that like no other game I've ever played has quite managed. Uh, so that really impressed me. Uh, but the storyline does actually get kind of interesting. Uh, your main gameplay sort of uh, element is you have to use a radio to tune into radio frequencies to uh, activate. Uh, how does it go without spoiling it? To activate certain features around this open, the open world that is the island, yeah, you know, uh, activating certain anomalies and solving puzzles. There's a, it manages to have a bunch of different kinds of puzzles that don't repeat very often. Uh, for instance, in one puzzle, I was uh, quizzed on like features of the island that because I'm a massive nerd, I had been paying attention to up till now. So on t after that, I started writing down like all the things that the island was telling me about you know the history of the island and uh geographical features but it never did that again in any of the other puzzles <laughs> and i you know i have a page of notes that went completely unused and i didn't hate the game for that i was like okay you clever bastard fair enough and um, it has a bunch of different endings but i don't feel the need to play it through more than once um there's it's hard to go into without spoiling things but I, uh, again, I'm really glad I played it. And I'm not sure how much it is now, but um, I would recommend it uh, if it's your kind of thing. It's a beautiful game as well. The The way it is, uh, it's done. The entire sort of world map, it's like a painting. And your the characters are 3D characters that sort of move along on top of that environment. But it, it blends quite nicely. And uh, I was like constantly paying attention to, you know, uh, the background as I was moving through it. It was a lot of fun. And I, it's now, it's sort of, it, I was more uh, pleased that it's confirmed to me a genre that I like, science horror. I'm going to look into more stuff like that. I think Twin Peaks fits in with that. It kind of mm. does. Quite nicely. Kind of do, yeah. I think uh, even though it's not sort of explicitly sci-fi, I think it's much more, it much more leans on science than it does on, uh, what would you call it? 
religious or spiritual horror, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I enjoyed that. And um, that was everything until today uh, when I played the uh, surprise uh, demo for Detroit Become Human, which right, came out okay. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the first party games that you cannot pre-order <laughs> as of yet on uh, Amazon. Maybe they put out the demo in order to try and encourage people to go out and pre-order it elsewhere. Um, yeah, it's a hostage negotiator scene. It's just a single scene. It plays through pretty quickly. I think even if you take your time, uh, you play through it. I played through it and uh, I got my ending. But the cool thing is once you're finished with the scene, you are given a chart which shows all of the possible options and branching paths. It doesn't tell you what happens at those. You know, they're blanked out until you've played through and accessed them. But I could see that, like, the ending I got was, like, one out of seven possible endings. And I could see, you know, the different branches. And I had a I had a sense of where I could change things if I went back and played it. I played it twice and got two different endings. Um, but it's really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's funny considering, you know, it's a game that's had a lot of controversy surrounding it already. Mm. You know, and it's not even, this is the first time people have really been able to get a good look at it. Uh, you know. Uh, the friggin' Daily Mail articles, uh, fucking what's her face, Esther Ranson poking her nose in about, uh, you know, games not shouldn't uh, deal with this kind of subject matter. And you know, just from the section I played, which involved a little girl being taken hostage, I you know I thought it was really well done. It made me a lot more interested in the world that it takes place in. I have started abusing women and children. But I can't say whether or not that's causation or just correlation. Well, I, I wish you the best of luck in finding that one out. That's that, yeah. Mm. yeah. There's a journey you need to go on yourself. Absolutely. Okay. Damn it. What are you people good for? No, but it's it's a free demo. Um, I would recommend Rich. You should check it out because it, it does also. Whenever you've played it, it shows you the global statistics for like who made the same choices at each branching path as you. Right. But it does have a tab to show you whether or not you're, uh, what your friends. <laughs> the you're a wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly that. So, um, yeah. I don't even know when the game's coming out. Um, it must be, I mean, I assume it's fairly uh, soon if they put out a demo. I mean, who puts out demos anymore? <laughs> Uh, the people who make Yakuza 0 and Yakuza 6 do. Um, oh, it's actually, it's fairly soon, 25th of May. There you go. So, Another yeah, game for, today. for May. There's like a thousand yeah. million games coming out next month. Yeah. Well, at least you won't have to worry about this one because uh, this is a PlayStation exclusive. So there's only one platform you ever have to worry about getting it on. That's true. That's true. God, while yeah. we were talking, I, I did put an order in at Limited Games. Oh, oh, oh God. no. I will have two and three as well, then. <laughs> is that is well, that all you've played this week? Shall uh, I go now? Yeah, that's all I played. That's all I played. Okay. I also have played lots of things, because it's what I do. I've, I've started enjoying Infamous Second Son, or Infamous Second Son. It's pretty good. The second good. time was right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. 
Um, I'm I'm quite far into it now, so I think I'm probably going to see it through. Uh, It looks fantastic, and the gameplay is great. I I love running really fast over buildings and stuff like that and blowing things up, and it's just fun. It's it's Mm -hmm. a nice mechanic to play with, Uh, and it's a decent enough world to spend a bit of time in, I suppose. Um, So it's not bad for a freebie. They're not free. I've got to stop thinking that. They're not free. That part it was part of PlayStation Plus. I didn't pay full price for it, but it wasn't free. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's fine. I'm getting along with it, uh, much more so than Cave Story Plus. Um, I remember playing that years ago, and it never grip managed to grab me. Yeah, no, I've I've the little plug. There is a video review on my YouTube and on my blog and stuff like that at textportrich.com of this game. But basically what is there is brilliant, but it, there was only about five hours worth of game. Really? Yeah. Uh, and much like the game you just mentioned, you meant to play it multiple times and choose different things at different points in the game. I don't know if I can be asked. I mean, <laughs> what, what there I are put- some some people that are just like that. I once heard a guy talk about how he played he he didn't like the latest Hitman game because he would only play each mission once because that was his version of that mission. Oh was, no! You know, it's like well, that's they've kind of made the game for you to you're supposed to go back in, but I suppose if that's how you want to play it, <laughs> yeah. So I, I I mean, what is there is brilliant. I had a great time for about five hours playing a great game. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't know if it was worth the 30 quid I paid for it because uh, I got the Switch version, which is still <laughs> significantly cheaper than the 3DS version, which, if really? you can find it, is going for a small fortune. It's 50 quid on CEX. Bloody hell. Um, I think it only had a, I hesitate to say these words again, a limited run. When it first came out on the, on the 3DS, so that that it's rare and it's a popular game. So, yeah, it, it, the Switch was the one the one to get, but still. And it, do you know what? It's the first Switch game I've had that had stuff in the box. It was oh, really? it was lovely. There is a full color manual, uh, very much in the style of the old NES. Who does manuals anymore? <laughs> I know, and it's yeah. wonderful. And there is a mini CD soundtrack from the game. God, who does many CDs anymore? Exactly. I don't have anything I can put it in, but I've got one. Um, so that's that's the thing. Um, it's Nicalis or Nicholas or however it's said. Uh, and they, they put little things like that in their game boxes. It's nice. It really is nice. Um, so, yeah, read my full review for that. And what else have I played? I think that's been it. Yeah, that's been it. Just those two. God, infamous second son. That's taken up a lot of time, <laughs> actually. And then, well, I did like play all of Cave Story in the middle of it. So, yeah, I don't know. I've got a lot of Xbox games arrived this week as well. So there's a lot of that going to be coming up uh, to play because that shelf is getting full. Oh, I have to justify this all somehow. That's why there are YouTube <laughs> videos. Just about your shelves. Yeah. The order of your games upsets so, me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, um, does he not put them in order? No, he's got them in a purchase order, not in alphabetical order. Right, only some of them are like that, though. Okay. okay. I'll explain the shells, right? They are they are like 90% alphabetical order. They really are, I promise you. It's just you saw a picture of the 3DS games, and they're not in alphabetical order. They're in what I thought was chronological 
purchase order, but it's actually just random order. Uh, and that is because 3DS games don't go back in the box. All the other games go back in the box because they're discs. 3DS games are cartridges and they live in a 3DS cartridge holder. You see? Well, that means there's even less reason for the 3DS shelf to be out of order because you should never have to pick up the boxes once you put them in. And the first time you put anything on a shelf, it should be in order. I've I've actually re- considered removing the 3DS cases from the shelf altogether because then mm. I, I don't you don't go to them. They're not like a, a shelf full of Xbox games. You don't, and mm. the same goes for the Switch games. They live in a Switch cartridge holder, not in the boxes. The boxes are just on the shelves collecting dust. So shouldn't I, I got, move them? Nintendo really have been keeping afloat the companies that make you know those little like folios. For cartridges. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I've got one. I mean, all my boxes are just boxes on the shelves. Mine are in alphabetical order, as yeah, are yeah. all my games and everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel bad. I will actually go and alphabetize No, them. don't change it. No, it was just because I was in, <laughs> it was late and I was tired. And then I looked at your picture and my eyes just sort of started twitching. It, and, it, uh... it doesn't help that I'm so low on shelf space as well. So they're all sort of double stacked and things I'll like that. I'll tell you that. what you could do. You could invite me over because I've, I, some friends invited me over to their house and we all got very drunk and then they went to bed and then I stayed up for an extra couple of hours and I put every disc in their house in order. Well, why not? They didn't notice for a couple well, of weeks. My brother is the anti-you because even as a kid, you know, a teenager, I put everything in alphabetical order and uh, while I was out, my brother put all my cds in different boxes so oh. i would get them off the shelf they're in the right order and open it and it wouldn't be the right cd it would be a cd um, that from a different box that's and just, survived yeah that's just insane. yeah i'm not sure how he's still alive that is that is incredibly weird mind you allison does that as well oh do you know what speaking of games we play she's well into majora's mask now well, beyond oh, anything right. I've done, she's ahead of me now. I, d- I don't know what that's about, but she's well into it and also agrees the scream is terrifying. Oh, yeah, it is. It bloody is. Yeah, yeah. it's where fucking Nintendo decided to have a little bit of body horror. Yeah, it's upsetting. Um, and I still get to hear it as I play Cave Story on my Switch. So. Oh, I did. Actually, I did play one other thing this week. I played uh, a, b- a little bit of... Uh, I hate the name of it. Uh, El Dorito. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, it is a essentially a hacked version. Uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago, for some reason, Microsoft decided to make a Russia-only online version, uh, a PC version of Halo. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, this was online. It was essentially Halo Three. Uh, it was just the on the multiplayer component. And they, for some reason, made it for Russia only. People, of course, grabbed this and have been working on modifying it. So you can now, it it just went live like a week or so ago uh, that you could download it and load it up and play basically Halo 3 multiplayer on a PC with all the, you know, mouse and keyboard support that that accompanies at, you know, the resolution and frame rate that your PC can handle. And I've been playing that. And it is it is remarkable. It's been so long. It was like slipping into a comfortable little pair of shoes. Uh, I loaded up. I lo- it was remar- It was kind of scary how quick it was to download. I think it was like a one gig download. <laughs> so that was like done very quickly. 
and it feels exactly like Halo 3 multiplayer used to feel. It's fantastic. Uh, it runs perfectly. Uh, it has a server browser that works really well. Um, you can customize your character model and your name and everything and set up lobbies. It has all the maps, all the game modes. It even has Forge, which is Halo's sort of map editor uh, built in. And I have yet to get a single kill. Right. So it's just like the old days. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Th- this raises a, a question I've been meaning to ask, and maybe now is appropriate. Should I play an eSport? <laughs> <laughs> I totally think you should. I'm, I'm considering it. It's an area which, of which, gaming I've never really ventured into. Which eSport were no you? No idea. Don't know anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, it's a very general question. Like, you know, I feel I should have played a couple. Well, I mean, Rocket League's a big eSport game, and you've played Rocket League, so... That's true, that is one. Yeah, that is one, isn't it? Mm. But I I, can't, I think I kind of meant one of the shooty ones. Like, oh, okay. I, you know, Call of Duty and... A Fortnite, or a, I think PUBG just launched their first tournament mm. recently. I'd, I'd, yeah. been, I'd been eyeing up Splatoon 2, of all things. I think if you wanted if you wanted to become you know an e athlete that involves quite a bit of Twitch streaming, uh, yeah. and I don't think you are quite racist enough. I could to be I could amp it up a bit. Could you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I could I be mean, racist, you know, I mean, sexist, pick, anything. Pick you know, um, like what's your opinion on like uh, Guatemalans? Fuck them. There we go. I think you're signed. There I just you, got yeah. your contract through there now. That's it. Um, maybe Overwatch could be a thing. I don't know because there you just buy it, don't you? That's they're <laughs> not. Overwatch isn't going to loot box me to death because that's aren't they just cosmetic? Loot Purely boxes? cosmetic. Yeah, I have always in this whole loot box, you know, ongoing loot box and you know uh, story. I have always been quick to defend Overwatch because they have never attempted to change, you know, to offer anything other than cosmetic. Uh, stuff and yeah. it seems to be working for them. There is a game of the year edition. They're fucking huge. <laughs> so I might. I mean, that could be a thing. I don't know. I just feel like I could. I don't want to be any athlete, more any person who goes jogging two, three times a week. <laughs> I think one of the things that's stopping me from becoming involved in uh, e e sports, aside from you know. Uh, skill blah 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 is the terms i don't know what 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 is the meta game because that seems to be what a big thing i hear people talking about the meta the meta for this season of overwatch no idea i've got scooby and like i don't know what a clutch is i'm taking my first driving lesson tomorrow i know what a clutch is there but i don't know what a clutch is in like overwatch are you None really t- of the characters are cars. Are you taking really taking your first driving lesson tomorrow? Well, I took a bunch of lessons like ten years ago. All right, but it never. That was like with my granda. Well, we good. learned in a graveyard. Well, good luck. It's it's mm. good fun. Well, thank but you. anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, I I mean, the, look, the fact that I don't know what any of those things are either means like it's a whole area of gaming I know nothing. Is there? About. You've, like, you've got to learn a new language effectively. Is there an esports? Dictionary. There is. Oh, it depends what game you're playing, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. I don't want to know the definition of esports. 
I will look oh, into this. Esports is now officially in the dictionary. Oh, please tell me it's just the Merriam-Webster. Yeah, that's not the proper dictionary. It's really not. Fuck Merriam-Webster. Anyway, um, let, let, let's let's call an end to the show, and I'll go and pick an esports game to maybe try. I don't know. I don't know. I'd get the download version maybe because it's not going on another console. I hear Rainbow Six Siege is good. Is that an esports thing? It's it has had. I think it does have tournaments. It's another sort of class based one. Right. Okay. Well, I'll look into it. Thank you for listening to our show, everybody. I hope you found it informative and entertaining, as that is our goal, apart from being a little offensive and outrageous. That's all Mike, though. Um, don't I'm forget- not the one who told Guatemala to go fuck themselves. They can, though. What? I don't actually have Or pointed out that a network looked kind of Jewish. I wondered if it was a thing. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, buddy. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyway, retweet us, please. Share our post. When we put up that post saying there's a new episode, tell everybody. Help us spread the word about our show so more people listen to us. That's the whole idea. Thank you for your help, those of you who've done that. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe to Simply Everything while you'll get a podcast feed with ad-free versions of all our shows, including this one. Uh, and you can stream all the other shows we've ever released ever off the website, which is like 12 years of shows or more. So there's loads of them. Uh, go and check that out. Uh, also, go and visit my blog. I'm going to plug that again. It takes portrich.com and go to simply syndicated.com and look at all the other cool shows that we release on a daily basis throughout the week. Not the weekends, though. I don't know why. I, I could post these things at events. There's, there's really no reason why not. It's odd like that. Anyway, we'll be back next week with more gaming news. Until then, bye-bye. I just had a thought, Rich. Yeah? Amazing how those happen. If instead of simply everything, how about you implemented a system where a person could play could pay like two quid and they would get like three random episodes <laughs> from the entire back catalogue? Because no, no one would really pay for two pounds for... Oh, it's like a loot box. Yeah. Mm. I got it. I'm so slow. I'm so slow.